So last week, I did one of my favourite tasks. I started clearing out the chest freezer. <laughs> Getting rid of all that stuff that, you know, you have in random packets and various other things in there that you think you might eat at some point, but you never quite get round to it. And then the labels come off and you can't work out, is it savoury or is it sweet? So I started doing that in the dead zone, as my niece calls it. It's that time in between Christmas and New Year. Um, For many of us in the UK, we're very lucky. We have long holidays and you get into a bit of a a weird zone where you actually just don't know what day it is. You don't know what you're meant to be eating or anything. But anyway, started doing that and that was rapidly followed by actually driving over to the office. It was all nice and quiet and started clearing out files and folders. It's a cathartic process and it's part of our planning process when it comes to setting up um, the the next year. So if you are interested in a few ideas on how to set yourself up for the best year ever for your recruiting and staffing company, then stay tuned to this week's podcast. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there everyone. This is Denise from Superfast Recruitment and Happy New Year to you. Um, depending, of course, on when you are listening to this podcast, because you could have randomly be listening to this in June or July or whatever. But however, Happy New Year. And uh, I hope you've had a wonderful time with friends and family. And uh, before we get into this week's podcast, which is all about planning your best year ever, which of course you can start at any point in time, doesn't have to be January, just sort of that seems to work really well for many of us. Um, If you are new here, welcome. You can find uh, lots of information about how to market your uh, recruitment and staffing company and how to really scale your growth over at superfastrecruitment.co.uk. And um, if you haven't downloaded our checklist yet, um, because it's always important if you're wanting to move forward, you really need to know where you're starting from. If you you head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL, all in lowercase, and then you can download uh, download the checklist, print it off, go old school, fill it out, and it really will help to inform you on where you want to head next year. And it's actually part of a process that I'm going to share with you now. So another year over, and it's probably, I suspect, because you're a business owner, you'll have had ups and downs like many of us, and you just have to get over it because um, if you are keen on growth, that is exactly how it works. So now it's time to get settled and stuck in for this year, making sure that you start as you mean to go on with your best foot forward. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about the whole new year, new youth you thing, because I, to be honest, I think it's a bit of a dream. I don't really buy into that. I don't believe that suddenly we wake up on New Year's Day and miraculously um, somebody 
um, has managed to plant into us a different mindset, um, willpower, and all the amazing skills that we'll need to make our new year amazing. Um, that doesn't really happen. So let's just start with some practical stuff that over my many years in business, um, I have implemented year on year and it just plain out works. So let's start with number one that probably isn't where you're expecting me to start, but um, it's about creating a fresh start. So it's about having a real clear out. And if you've ever heard the saying that your outer world is a reflection of your inner world, then this is a strategy for you. I love me a good clear out. So this year, um, in the intro, I was talking about our, my freezer, our freezer. And uh, this year, I've got quite a, quite a few health goals because I've not been, I've had a few sort of challenges over the last sort of 12 months for various reasons. So I've got, you know, a few health goals. So as I said, you know, I went through the freezer and thought, there's a lot of stuff in there that I haven't even a clue what it is. Let's just bin it and let's get it full of really healthy, lovely food with not much sugar in. So I, um, I got some, I'm a bit of a ninja apple crumble maker, as I think I might have mentioned before. So I got rid of some of the apple crumbles and, and handed them around to various friends in the village um, so that the, the freezer could start as a, a sort of clear zone. And then I uh, jumped in the car and took a little trip over to the office and started clearing out some of the filing drawers in the filing cabinets. Yes, I still have filing cabinets. And um, started to remove some different proposals, some some old clients and different different things that are in there, um, old proposals that we had too. Um, and when you know when you look at everything like like this, it's it's really is crucial to decide what do I actually need? Is this adding value to me, or should I really just just get rid of it? You know, is this going to add to my business life or my personal growth? And if it doesn't, consider getting rid of it because hoarding is not a good thing. I like to free up the energy and make sure that there is space for new things to come to come in. So this process will create physical space in your home, of course, but it also creates that mental clarity. And, uh, and it's such an easy way to, to shift your energy, energy to really just have a fantastic clear out. I know it's funny, I was talking to some friends about putting the Christmas decorations away the other day, and it's great because you put the Christmas decorations away and you clean all the house and it's like you have a fresh start. It's exactly the same. Sometimes the simple processes like this really do release things for you. You know, it's very therapeutic. It's relaxing, particularly once you get into it. And it really does help to declutter your mind as well as obviously your home and your office. You know, this process it's a bit of a ninja tip for you here. This process is subconsciously making room for that whole new year that's going to grow and develop as the year goes on. So, so powerful. Um, once you've done that, then the next thing is it's time for a reflection and review on last year. So number two, reflect and review in depth on the whole of last year. Now, if last year was rubbish, then yeah, I can appreciate that it might not be <laughs> your favourite thing to do. Just oh, just to bury that. But you know, in in amongst all the things that have happened, you will find some nuggets, and um, it is really important to just think through 
um, the process of last year and what happened. And Bob Proctor, if you don't know Bob Proctor, go and Google him online. He's part of the Proctor Gallagher Institute um, and was actually in the film The Secret as well. You know, very well known uh, personal development guru. Um, and he often comments that we just do not spend enough time thinking properly. Remember, thinking in, in reflection is something we could do at any time of the year. Um, it's just that, you know, year end just happens to be a really good time to do it. So um, one of the things that I always look at is the gap and the gain. And I've talked about this before. So what I will do is I will drop a link into the transcription of this podcast for you. So you can go and read that particular post, post just click through. So, you know, success leaves clues. And it's very easy when we look back and think, oh, I had a I had a terrible, shitty year, when in fact, you probably didn't. There will be some nuggets in there that you can actually start to rebuild on, uh, to, uh, to, to actually build on. So it could be that as you start to review things, you realize that, you know, some of the basics, the fundamentals, not necessarily the sexiest strategies on God's earth, um, actually made a significant difference for you and your recruitment and staff and organization. So get yourself a journal. I always love to write things down because I was writing is a learning form of doing. So get yourself a journal and start to ask you, here's some questions for you. And again, I'll, I'll put these in a transcription for you as well of this podcast is, you know, number one, what worked well last year? And there will be certain things that, that work well for you. And, you know, even if you've had a lousy year, look back and think about that. If you've had a good year, just think about, okay, so what were some of the highlights? What were some of the things that worked really well? And then start to think about that thing that worked really well. What was it that happened? Um, What did you do differently that actually made that work this year? Whereas opposed to maybe if you hadn't done it in the past, um, you know, what stopped you from doing it? So so the first thing, you know, what well worked well last year? What worked well, even though it's not your favorite thing to do? Because this can be a real, real clue for you. Because sometimes, you know, okay, I'm not going to talk too much about cold calling, but some people really don't like cold calling. But, you know, if it's something that worked, then maybe it's time that you brought in a real hot BD person into your recruitment company because you know that works if you don't want to do it somebody else needs to do it in the organization so think about you know um what 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 is it that works even well even though it's not your favorite thing to do is it something that you could outsource or is it something where you could bring somebody else in what could i have done better that's something that that is important and critical to consider you know could we have posted more on social media? It's quite fascinating the number of people when we say, you need to post more on social media. Oh, I'm already posting once a day. Um, you need to be considering, you know, three, four, five times a day on social media because it is ripe for getting your brand out there. You know, what could you have done better? What slowed you down? Or what slowed the company down or us down? You know, were there, were there things that maybe you, you took too long to move on an idea or a strategy or you didn't get, you know, you didn't outsource or you didn't get, get help at some point in time? So what was it that, you know, slowed you down? Now, one of the things I often do is um, I, I do two things. I print off my calendar from this year or the previous year. So, you know, as you're listening to this, um, I printed off the calendar for 2018. 
And then I also print off the calendar for 2019 so I can help do my planning. Um, but if you get your calendar done, look over the, acti- the activities and you really can drill down where you spent your time, even to the point of, I remember we did this a few years ago and we realised that, you know, when we were going on holiday, it wasn't actually a really good time to go on holiday because of the recruitment cycles and when our clients were around and all this sort of thing. So, you know, it really helped us to structure what we needed to do and what was the best thing for, for us. Um, and then once you, you do this and you can ter- determine how much of what you set out to achieve last year actually happened. Then as you look specifically at those things you didn't manage to to achieve, then you decide whether those things are still relevant and important to you. You know, they may not be. It's funny, isn't it, how you you have one idea and then, um, you know, as as time goes on, you realise that "Mm, that isn't quite necessarily as important now as as it was. So this is an opportunity to uh, take a long, hard look at last year and map your progress along the way. So, you know, if there's certain things that you didn't achieve, just for now, because we'll come on to this later, just circle them. Um, and then we'll come back to, to, to reviewing, you know, uh, whether, they're, whether they're still relevant or, or not, you know. By analysing last year, you're able to see clear solid and and often really quantifiable ways to improve and achieve more during the next 12 months as you as you plan forward so you know and understanding accepting what worked and what didn't really is half the battle as my old mum used to say to me it is what it is um the next thing number three uh is decide what you want now you may think that everybody wants you know, knows exactly what they want and they don't. You know, when we have people that want to join Superfast Circle or people that we're working with, um, it's really fascinating when we ha- sometimes have a conversation. We say, okay, so what is it that you want? Uh, well, I want this and I want that and I want, and sometimes they're quite random. They're, sometimes they can, <laughs> they can be actually incompetent. So, so do you want retained? Do you want to do retained? Or or do you actually want contingency? Well, I want both. <laughs> so you'll get sort of really interesting conversations. But I think one of the things to, to think about is really decide what it is that you want. And we've written lots on this on the Superfast Recruitment blog. So go and check out some of our past po- po- posts about, you know, what you want and why you want it. Two critical, critical things. And I think one of the things that it really is important to remember is that if you want something specific, um, it, it's it's unlikely that that is going to happen overnight. If you've got a huge goal and you want to, you know, treble your revenues or whatever, um, yes, that potentially can happen. However, you are going to have to put in time, resources, maybe consider doing things differently. And um, all of these elements, you know, you are not going to achieve a different result by doing exactly the same thing that you've done this year. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? No, unfortunately, life doesn't quite work like that. So what you need to consider here is, um, you know, thinking about your short term, medium term, longer term goals. And in the marketing checklist, there's 30 questions there. And one of the first questions that we start with is around your goal plan. In fact, my mentor defines his goals in five, 10, 20 year cycles. Um, because he he's in it for the longer game. Because obviously, if you're if you're wanting to create something 
huge you need really strong foundations now that might be a step beyond for some people uh, a step more than you were considering um, though it, it's critical if you are serious about wanting to build a seven eight maybe even for some people a nine figure business you need to think about your longer term plan um, so let's make it easy for you the first thing to start with when it comes to deciding what you want is go back to that previous step those those areas that you circled about some of the things that you know you wanted to happen last year um, that didn't the question is are they still relevant and if they are then you know add them to your list you know what about your successes from last year can you take them to a logical next level so last year we invested more than ever in paid advertising and one particular type of paid advertising and I was talking to um, somebody that we're we're doing some Google AdWords with at the moment and um, (laughs) it was kind of she said to me oh so why did you stop doing that I just thought why did we stop doing that particular campaign I was just trying to think about why did we stop doing that and you start thinking oh well actually that that worked really well it just so happened it was it was around a certain time of the year and we were moving offices and everything else and it just sort of dropped off the radar as you know I hold my hand up we're human beings too and sometimes these things happen so it's it's really just thinking about so what were you know um the the successes last year that maybe you could really really ramp and scale and take you know and then take to uh, an, another level so proper goal setting does actually take some thought and time and and preparation. So rather than randomly plucking an idea out of the air, decide how that goal fits into your plan, whether that's this year, next year, or the or the year after. And let me share a story with you here. A couple of years ago, one of our clients had a goal to open a new office in um, you know a neighbouring geography. I won't reveal his 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 niche or, or the geography, but basically he wanted to open a new office. So. Uh, he actually spent a day with us and we we had sort of a planning session and we you know as as we do because we're consultants we we you know challenge people and challenge people on the thinking and um by the end of this this session he he'd realized that the first step rather than going to open a new office was to look at how his current office was performing and what the billing level was of his of his current team because they basically could have been performing a lot better he realized the size of the market so within 8 months um completely the results from this team sort of changed that's because there was the focus on it they put some marketing strategies around it as well and they actually added 400k into the pot over and above the current levels which meant more revenue with very little additional cost you know the new office then was um, shelled for, for then but it was then added to the final quarter of the following year so it was all logical it was a plan it was sequenced and it was a case of okay let's let's look at what we're actually doing currently is there any any more juice that we can squeeze out of where we are now and that takes me on to the next step, which is was literally Stephen Covey, start with the end in mind and the importance of creating 90 day plans. Now, back in the day, <laughs> and you've heard me talk about this before, both Sharon and I worked in the pharmaceutical sector, different companies. Um, and I'll be honest, it was not the easiest job uh, I've ever had, uh, because not only did you need to to have some level of scientific awareness, I did a degree in um, uh, 
physiology, human physiology and uh, and, and biology, which obviously helps. Um, but you also needed to be able to, to sell, to plan, to be organized, everything else. It wasn't quite the easy job. I learned an awful lot about marketing and sales during that time. And one strategy that, that we have taken away from our time back in the farmer days was using quarterly cycles. So now it's very trendy. It's called the 90-day plan. Um, so basically, you have a year and you split it into quarters and then you have a process for each quarter and you decide what you want to, want to achieve in that, in that uh, quarter. In fact, as I'm recording this now, I have some old buddies of mine that are um, uh, that are actually attending a cycle one kickoff meeting. Still, um, they've been working. You know, the, the companies that that I work with, they've been working this way for many, many years, um, which which gives me a sense that this this type of plan actually works. So, you know, the the legendary Stephen Covey sort of said, "Start with the end in mind," and that is what you need to do need to start with that end in mind but then think about okay so you know we're talking about a year here so this year is going to be divided into you know four quarters and we need to be building to what we want to achieve by the end of the year so what do we need to be doing in um, in each in each quarter so I'm just let's just use a random example here let's say that you want to turn over an extra 750k this year let's make it easier what would be the steps to get you there? Questions I might be asking, you know, is this figure viable in the current sector we are operating in? Obviously, one way to um, to always increase your revenues is to add more value and increase your prices, but it might be, well, okay, is it? am I in a growth sector? Am I not in a growth sector? And we've, we've talked about this before in the last few weeks. You know, is this figure viable? You know, can we increase our fee or add a retained model into the process always good to have retained because obviously it tends to be higher level fees higher level jobs and you've got consistent income coming in um you know is our current setup able to deliver more so we, we talked about you know a, a client of ours who um you know realized that the the consultants the the he had could bill a heck of a lot more than they were doing you know is that the case for you you know, how much are your consultants billing? You know, what what else could they be doing? If you did a slightly different model, would that work for you? Um, one of our great friends and clients actually is Nikki Coffin, and she always talks about the 360 model um, versus the 120 model. Um, you know, how, how can you make your billing team even more um, productive in the way that they uh, they bring business in? And then the other thing, you know, you're thinking about, so, so, you know, if, if that's our goal, what, what marketing do we need to put behind that? You know, if we want to increase revenues, we need, obviously we need more leads coming in, you know, do we need improved skills? Do we need to add a a different BD person into the mix? Do we need to add a different product in, you know, how do we stand out? So, you know, if let's just say, you know, your average fee is 10k, um, then we need to make 75 more placements. And what do we do? Do we do we target certain certain companies? Do we, you know, expand our geography? You know, how many how many leads do we need to hit those numbers? If our consultants on average 
um, they get a lead into the, the process, they have a prospect um, that they then convert into a lead that we then go and present to how many of those are we likely to convert. And it's like li- literally doing the maths because maths is, is, the, is the path to, uh, to business growth for many of us. Um, so, you know, we, we encourage all of our clients and all our students in Superfast Circle to work in this way because that is business 101. You know, we suggest then that, you know, you've got a 90-day plan. Of course, then you, you've ran that back. So, you know, in this 90-day plan, we suggest breaking that down further into monthly and then weekly plans. You know, the devil is always in the details. This gives you some small stepping stones then to follow because there's nothing worse than turning up to work every day and thinking, oh my God, what have we got to do now? Whereas if you, you map this out, yes, it takes some time, but I tell you, it is so much easier to do. Um, and, and as you do this, you focus on exactly what you need to do over the following weeks, which then turns into months, which then turns into quarters. And then, you know, before you know, the end of the year, you get and you think, wow, this is this is actually worked. Because when you break everything down like this, um, you know what you're doing, you know what's coming up, you know what you need to be doing to, for the following month. It's so much more effective than just starting a journey and just making it up as you go along. This so often when we we talk to clients and they they come to us because you know we have a reputation for being content marketeers and strategists around marketing, and we we talk to people and say, so what's your plan? And most of them say, well, I don't have one. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Because they've managed to get so far and achieve so much. However, they they do appreciate now that the market is so much more competitive. So, you know, if they really want to scale and grow, they're going to have to invest. And that's where they, you know, they come along to us and say, right, okay, so I know I need a need a plan. And, you know, if you are stuck on the fi- on the finer details of what should be in your plan, as I said before, download the marketing checklist. There'll be a link for you. You can go and download it as well in uh, in uh, the uh, in the transcription of the blog post. And um, you know, if you want to get in touch as well, just just fill out a contact form and, and speak to us, and we can help you on that. Now, the next thing is about um, it's okay. You've got the plan. You've got it mapped out. You've you've done your analysis. You know what you need to do next. The next thing is the A word, and that is accountability. Now, if you've if you've done what we suggested and you've done steps, you know, one to uh, to four, you know, you, you've you've started off with your clear out. It's, it's a good thing to just get a mental clear out as well. Just really clear the decks. You've reflected and reviewed on your performance last year, what worked well, what didn't work so well. You know, what was your plan really like? You've decided now this year what you want um, in hindsight of looking back. You've created some 90-day plans. It's about accountability. Um, If you know what you want, you need to take action, but you also need to get some support. And this is where a lot of people fall down. Now, some people are incredibly driven, and if they actually start a process, they continue with it. Now, unfortunately, that's not everybody. Um, You know, I I have a, a what I call an accountability form and um, I use it. You know, I've, I've basically been a big follower of um, Dan Sullivan over the years, and I, I've got an accountability form from him, and I I write out you know religiously 
um, and review what I've achieved, what I've not achieved. Because I, I do a lot of hands-on work as well as, you know, the coaching and training as well. So I, I've got a lot on my plate that I need to achieve. So I need to have it all written down. Otherwise, it ain't going to happen. And and this could be the same for you. You, you may be able to do that. However, um, if you start writing down your goals and review them, that may or may not work for you. However, it's a start. Alternatively, find someone who will support you and call you on your stuff when you need it. Now, if um, you're a marketing exec or a marketing manager um, listening to this podcast or reading uh, the blog post, the, the transcription that's gone along with it, you may well have a really motivated director that challenges you and moves you forward. That is fantastic. However, if you are that director who is helping you get support and who is helping you sort of move this process forward. Um, so that's where, you know, you might want to consider some support. And if you do want to consider support, obviously, you know, get into contact with us. You know, if you want to join the ninjas at Superfast Circle and make this your best year ever, then then get in contact with us too. So I am really hopeful that this is going to be an amazing year for you. I have a real sense that 2019 is going to be for those people that are real action takers though the recruitment sector is buzzing and incredibly competitive for those of you that really want to step out and move forward this could be for the year for you and if you want some support and help you know where you are so this is Denise saying happy new year and um, time to take action bye